Back to Share Truth Plus Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Cedra Sarton. And from last week, we still have with us John Darnell from Global Outreach. Good Thanks to be with for we being didn't let back. Him leave for no. Whole week. <laughs> he hasn't stepped out of this <laughs> building. It's been a great week here at American trying. Family Radio. He kept trying, but we took turns guarding the door. Right. Yeah, security is pretty good here. So. Now I'm going to need yeah. one of those encouraging letters from a listener to encourage me. Right. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Well, we all need encouragement sometimes. But um, anyway, so <laughs> uh, now that our audience is thoroughly lost and confused, let's explain what this episode is about. Um, so we're picking up. We're, this this episode is actually closing out our week of the Orange Letter campaign. Yep. Um, last week, we kicked it off with a great episode about what the Orange Letter campaign was, kind of the history and introducing... Um, um, our uh, partnership this time with uh, Global Outreach. Um, so let's um, kind of re- for just to recap for those who don't know what uh, the Orange Letter campaign is. It is Engage's effort. It's a yearly effort to uh, take a week, let our uh, listeners uh, have the opportunity to reach out to persecuted Christians uh, and missionaries around the world uh, with letters of prayer and encouragement. That's essentially what Engage, uh, what the Orange Letter campaign is. So go ahead and write down this email, mm-hmm. orange at afa.net. Mm-hmm. So you'll have it when you're ready with your letter. You can yeah. send it in. I don't think it's too late for people to send it in. What was no. the cutoff date? November the 8th. Have November the 8th. One more week. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, week. be praying about that letter. Um, and, and as you're listening to this, maybe the Lord will move on your heart with what to say. Um, and just send that into orange, orange at afa.net. And so if you're wanting to know what we're looking for, mm-hmm. uh, about 200 words or less. Yeah. Just words of encouragement and prayer. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what to say, you can write. Just let people let the let these missionaries mm-hmm. know that you love them, that you care about them, and that you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe include some scripture that's helped you through a hard time, something you come across um, that has encouraged you. So it's it's really simple. Mm-hmm. Email it to orange at afa.net. Um, again, we're looking at sending these letters at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, these missionaries are separated from a lot of their families. Um, they maybe just have spouse, kids, but they're separated from parents, aunts, uncles, like the whole usual Christmas traditions yeah. that they're used to. And so it can feel isolated, lonely when you're not there with your extended family mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate. And so we just want you to reach out to them and let them know that you're thinking of them during that time. Yeah. Yep, so uh, let's start this segment off. This is going to be about an in-depth look at who are, uh, I'm sorry, who Global Outreach is. We already yeah. talked about Arms Letter Um yeah. And so, John, uh, let, let for our listeners who might not know, uh, essentially just kind of briefly, what is Global Outreach? Or not so briefly, because we're so going in-depth. Yeah. We're diving in. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. So we're an almost 50-year-old mm-hmm. missions agency. You know, typically we use the language missions agency to talk about mm-hmm. organizations right. that partner with the local church in the sending of career missionaries around the world. So, you know, biblically, we believe the church is the sender. Yeah. If you read scripture, the apostle Paul didn't write to global outreach and to mm. and to the church at Corinth, yeah. right? I mean, there was no there was no sending agency. Uh-huh. But we found that because many of us have been missionaries on the field and understand the uniqueness that comes with moving a family around the world, serving cross-culturally, mm-hmm taking your, as I mentioned last time, my wife and I took a five month on the field. Mm -hmm. We had a baby on the field. Um, That would be a a great episode for you guys to do. (laughs) It's a birthing story to uh, (laughs) in Ecuador. But um, it was, 
you know, we have a unique experience mm-hmm. that we can bring alongside the local church who in an ideal world has been discipling, investing in and raising up believers like we see in the New Testament to send out mm-hmm. to go and make disciples. Right. And as a result, we should see people saved, churches planted wow. and, and movements spread, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we want to partner with the local church, you know, and also missions agencies. I think of great agencies like Missionary Avi- Aviation Fellowship, MAF, mm-hmm. airplanes, mm-hmm. you know, taking reaching indigenous peoples that did, you couldn't access before or Wycliffe Bible translators. You know, they have a specific mission, mm-hmm. Bible translation, people having the Bible in their heart language. For us, it's we want the missionary who has been living in that culture, who understands the culture, the context, and what the needs are and how to best reach that culture, driving our strategy mm-hmm. on the ground. Yeah. So I'm not going to go over to China where we have a missionary and say, you should be doing it this way. Mm-hmm. I've never been to China, right, Jordan. Yeah. I can't tell them how yeah. to do the ministry. <laughs> And so what we want to do is say, hey, how can we help your family thrive on mission with Christ? Because if, can you imagine guys, and and I'll Mm. just sort of slow down here, you feel called to be a missionary and maybe you go to seminary if if you're going to do theological education, maybe whatever your preparation is, you spend a year or two doing that. You you spend a year doing fundraising Mm. to go to the field. You go and you do a year of language school. So you're five years in to this journey (laughs) of being a missionary. You go through a really tough first year on the field. You want to be there your whole life. Mm. By year two, you don't have the support from your sending church back in the States. Your funding is struggling. You don't have the money, so you don't take your kids for a weekend away, mm. or maybe you can't put them in that school that would set them up for success. And mm-hmm. and you're saying, man, are we yeah. are we going to make it? Or are we going to do it? And too often, mm. those missionaries come back home broken. Right. I'm thinking, man, what a, what a shame. All this investment mm. of their time and preparation and and money and all these different things to get them there. Two years in, somebody that was a career missionary is back home broken. Wow. And, and kids are caught up in that and, and the, yeah. you know, the whole family. And so what can I do if I'm listening in California, if I'm listening in, in Missouri, what can I do to help those missionaries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, global outreach, we have almost 300 people working in nearly 48 countries mm-hmm. around the world. We have um, orphanages. We have... Um, theological education. I think of Global Theological Seminary in Jinja, Uganda, where pastors are being trained and sent out. And mm-hmm. now that's actually run by nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not the American missionary trying to control ministries, empowering others. That's the vision mm-hmm. we have. We want to see locals empower right. and carry yeah. the mission forward. Mm-hmm. We have schools for missionary kids. I'm thinking of Jinja, Uganda. Or we have a principal at Dakar Academy mm-hmm. in Dakar, Senegal. Um, just a wide variety of programs, camps, and different things, because again, our missionaries on the ground are driving, right? They're driving strategies. So Mm -hmm. we're going to have a bunch of different strategies depending Mm -hmm. on the context Mm -hmm. that they're serving in. Um, We're almost 50 years old. We have grown tremendously, especially in the last 10 years. And one of the biggest things that we see is how can we you mentioned last episode, if the listeners is to, you mentioned the IMB and growing up Southern Baptist, I did too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Lottie Moon offering, Mm -hmm. And sometimes we think, oh, our job is to, we give the Lottie Moon offering. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. we need that relationship with that missionary on the field to encourage them so they can keep going. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just, oh, the agency's going to do it all. Because I can't. Mm-hmm. We got 15 people working in an office in Pontotoc, Mississippi. Right. 300 missionaries plus their kids. Yeah. And we can't do it all. You know, yeah. we can't be everything. So um, that's just a little bit about who we mm-hmm. are. Um, wanting the missionary to thrive on the field, the whole family to be prepared for what they're going to encounter and relying on the local church to help give a boost to these missionaries through prayer, financial support, and encouragement. Well, 
I really like, though, how y'all let the missionary set the the pattern for how they're going to reach people. Because every culture, I know every culture is different. Um, you, you mentioned, um, what is it, Wy- Wick- Wycliffe? Wycliffe. Yeah. I always have trouble pronouncing it. Yeah, okay. uh, we actually have a former employee who mm-hmm. used to work with us who works with them. And him talking about the specific struggles. Mm-hmm of trying to reach them with their language and their traditions. In Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah. that would be mm-hmm. really hard to sit in an office. I mean, even though you are, you know, yourself, you and your family have been on the field before, well, that won't translate mm-hmm. to right. another country. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I do like the fact that y'all allow the uh, missionary to set the tone for mm-hmm. how they reach the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they use scripture, they use the Bible as their guide, but in the end they know how to navigate. Mm-hmm. that area better yeah and that and i'd say one more trend in missions that we're 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 trying to change is yeah. <laughs> i told you guys we went on the field with a five-month-old baby and, mm-hmm. and actually had this conversation last week with another couple who has a one-year-old going to ecuador mm. and they said john you'll never believe the question we get about our child i said no i will believe it because <laughs> people look at you and they say are you going to take the baby with you you know, it's like, of course we're going to take our child with us. Like God no. wasn't surprised for the prize when he called us that yeah. he knew we were going to have children, you know, and <laughs> babies are born in Ecuador too. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, um, so but huh. well, many people, but the, there was a mentality over mm-hmm. the years. It was ministry at all costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you went on the mission field, you sent your kids to boarding school or you, mm-hmm. you found out something different. And that was the mentality for years. And we're saying, wait, wait a second. We want to move away from the kids being like the cans dragging behind a just married car. Uh, yeah, that's good. On the way to the field, mm-hmm. we have to invest in them too. Mm-hmm. We have to prepare the whole family because, guys, can you imagine being five mm. wow. and, and moving from wherever in the U.S. to the bush in Africa? No, I cannot. I, I, can't. Mean, I, can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't imagine either. that. I'm 28, and I can't imagine <laughs> doing that now. You know, and so um, we we mm. really, as an organization, so we shifted from only adult training to whole family training. Because wow. we, we, we want the two-year-old, the eight-year-old, the 18-year-old to know you are loved by God. That's amazing. We want your identity mm-hmm. to be in Him. If you're rooted in Him, you can be transplanted anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And so helping wow. them understand that has been a big emphasis for us in this season. And I, I love that too because um, it's easy for us to think about when when a missionary family or when a missionary period uh, goes to another country that their their focus is going to be the people of that country, the, the people who live right. there in that culture, and we forget that one of the primary mission fields is the family. That's you right. know, and it, like my my I have I have two children. I mean, my first and foremost uh, purpose when I when I preach the gospel to anyone is to them. That's right. Um, as as well to, to my wife and myself. Um, so I love that you include that in there and they're not and they're not excluded from that. And and that's something as well when when um, our audience when you guys right. write those letters, keep that in mind too, that you're not just writing to um, a missionary who's alone on I mean you might be writing to that person. Um, but you might as well also be writing to a whole family and so uh keep that in mind keep in mind that there might be very young children there might be a uh a spouse or um a teenager you know and there there Mm -hmm. there could be there's a lot of family dynamics that could be playing into this as well so while you're praying about this and while you're searching the scripture for something to say i think keep that in mind yeah and i will say that if you have personal experience as a missionary Mm -hmm. uh really use that Bring that up. Tell maybe share your story in the letter. Uh, we will still ask that you keep it two hundred words or yes. less for for us to be able to mm-hmm. uh, send them. Uh, but maybe put 
a little bit of your story in there to encourage them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of stories, next segment, we're going to get into some stories that John has uh, from from his experience as a missionary. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But I just want to, again, say the, the, the email is orange at AFA.net. Um, and I said this uh, last episode. I don't want any letters that haven't been prayed over. <laughs> so um, please, please, yeah, take please, time to pray. please take time to think about this and pray. You do have until November eighth to get those into us. Um, and uh, we are so looking forward to having these letters come in. So um, again, that's orange at, AF- orange at afa.net. Write that down. Pray about the letters. Um, stay tuned for next segment. We're going to listen to some stories from John about being a missionary. So stay tuned.